What's going on, everybody? It's your boy. I got another exciting event for you this weekend, November 5th, at Old School Records in Kalispell. That's right, the Fart Dungeon. We got Shock Troopers all the way from Wyoming, Goners UK, Buckshot Kill It, and Jugapiss for 10 friggin' dollars. 10 friggin' dollars at the door for all this shit. All right, you don't want to miss this show. Shock Troopers, you can check them out on Spotify. This is a pretty badass bill. You can probably catch your boys there. Come give us a nipple squeeze, you know? This show has been presented to you by Go For The Throat Entertainment and Rural Rebel Productions. Again, this is at Old School Records this weekend, November 5th. Come on down to the Fart Dungeon. Let's get weird. Y'all ready? Ready. Alright. Three, two, one, go! Welcome back to Strange Range. It is the uh, the Halloween spooktacular episode. Oh yeah! We're fucking coming in hot. Boom, 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 hot. boom. I'm fucking stoked for this one, dude. Got to slay it. Yeah, I am so cracked out on bang. It's fucking crazy. Let's go. I'm gonna get lost in my conversations <laughs> real bad. I'm gonna mix up stories. First one since when? Huh? First one since when? Uh, last night was my first one all oh. year. I went from three a day to no bangs to now like I'm now back. He's back. I'm back on the bang. Dude. He's back on the bang train. You. Yep. <laughs> What's up, boys? I just had myself a nice can of our uh, former sponsor. Get at us again, because yeah. I will just keep drinking this shit. Honestly, like the uh, those are the good ones too. What, no what was the what was the uh, the yeah the sugar free tastes really good? Mm-hmm. But what was the amped up one that was fucking nuts? The three the other three forty four the orange can dude. No, it has a ton of sugar in it, but I still drink those occasionally because they're really cheap. And holy shit, will they get you going? Dude, I would just sit there at work and just because like I <laughs> you remember this? Yeah. Like, this happened forever. Like. I would be running late to work. Chase is my shift lead at that time. So, like, he would get two bangs because, for one, he wanted two that day. But I'd show up and be like, I didn't get to the gas station. Can I have one of your bangs? And I'll, I would buy one on break. So, like, yeah, I, he'd give me one of those every once in a while. And you had a couple sitting in your locker. Yeah. And i just sit there just fucking. <laughs> it's so, especially me being so ADHD, it fucking murdered me, dude. Yeah. Well, yeah, because we got, uh, what, two cases of, like, a yep. mixed, mixed assortment of wired for, uh. God, that was a long time ago now. Like two summers ago? It's weird looking. So, like, uh, I got a couple of videos I'm, I'm doing. But, like, I'll go and I'll check uh, the views and stuff on our YouTube page. Yeah. And then I'll see the years. And, like, one of those videos is, like, two, two and a half, like, over two years now. And it's yeah. like, fuck, we've been doing this for a while, man. Yeah. <laughs> it gets to the point now where I forget certain stories we've already told. Yeah. 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 I know. Because there's a bunch of stuff I was thinking about talking about today. And I'm like, oh, I know we already told that. But I... <laughs> <laughs> at the Fuck same it. time yeah. yeah dude like mo- I, I think a lot of our listeners now are probably like 30 40 episode listeners compared to like 50 like yeah. the original ones like because we had like local fans that were into it at first and then kind of fell out of it but like our brand has changed and kind of been sharpened as we've gone and figured out how to do this but it was a an awesome shit show in the beginning yes <laughs> we were very intoxicated it was a shit show oh yeah my god that is the case oh dude it this- was <laughs> mm. By halfway into the show, we all needed to take a break because I was gonna give you a taste. Well, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ooh. Lots of shots. Lots of. We were shotgunning and shit, dude. Yeah. Frequently. I think I still have footage of the after 
after party thing we did after our first episode here. Yeah. I gave my son uh, my GoPro. So oh, that's right. He ran around at like knee level, like filming us. And we were just so excited because we did, we did one and it felt right. Yeah. And it was like, this is good. The real first one, man. Like, uh, yeah, Jordan was here. Yeah. I think Jordan like was like holding a bottle of Jaeger in that. Like, Sounds right. Yeah. Sounds right. Like we had, we had like liquor on the first the episode. Meister. He, yeah, he is the Jägermeister. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that guy have 32 drinks in one night. It's impressive. He can liquor. Yikes. Uh, no, the, you know what the scary part was? I don't, know if, uh, I don't think you were with us. We ended up at Amanda's house. Oh, I didn't come with you. No. Okay. So Jordan's driving a red truck at that time. That's right. I'm in the truck with Jordan. We're going to, uh, to Amanda's house after this fucking, uh, we're at the bar all night. And I'm at the gas station with him in the front seat being like, man, this has been a good night. Like, I'm like, at that point, I'm like actually starting to solidify being friends with you guys. Like, I'm, I'm happy. Out of nowhere, it clicks. And I'm like, Jordan's driving. <laughs> and I'm like, he seems normal. He's, and I started counting. And I'm Allegedly. like, oh, Jordan's at like mid-20s on drinks. And he's driving. And I'm like, hey, you shouldn't. He's like, don't start that. Yeah. <laughs> like, Boy knows what he's doing. That's what's crazy is yeah. he pulls it off so well. Yeah. Yeah, you don't usually even notice until yeah, you don't notice until thirty. It's crazy, dude. He starts drinking, his belly just turns into a cauldron. Yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> making up a brew. Uh huh. Yeah, Woo! for sure, dude. For sure. <laughs> oh man. Uh, yeah. So Halloween weekend. It's spooky weekend. Spooky it is weekend. indeed the eve before the eve. Oh yeah, mischief night. Did you ever do anything for mischief night when you were a kid? Uh, no, my dad hit me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I did do things like that, but it was a walk into the lion thing where I was not afraid to tell my friends like I'm not doing that. I, I can't do that. No, no, I'm not taking their ass whipping. Yeah. Um, I did some stuff though. Like I think I threw some eggs every once in a while. Um, I don't think anyone really TP'd shit. I think that was mostly a movie thing that happened sometimes. I did I some TP. Did you do some TP? Not on that night, but just in general. Yeah. See, once again, if my dad caught me taking his good TP out of the house, that was an ass whipping. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I did. I guess I. I TP'd a friend's house on, on Halloween one time or the night before. Um, I think the only, that like my funnest one, I was probably like 22 or 23 for though. Mm-hmm. Me and some friends went up to the, uh, I can't remember, maybe I told this story before on here, but I don't think so. But there's a, uh, in our town here, well, in, in Kalispell, there's a an old historic cemetery up on the hill, up the the Conrad Cemetery. Uh, like the Ferry Steps or there? yeah, same same place. I haven't been there, but I've heard of it. So that was actually the point of the reason we went there was for the Ferry Steps. So the Ferry Steps were um, there's this this set of steps that goes down to a creek below the mausoleum for the town fan, founders, and like halfway down, there's like a bench. And they're all just like cobblestone steps, and like the I think the the like uh, local folklore about it is that the there's never the same amount of steps walking down as there is walking up. I think that's simply because they're like uneven steps, you know, they're just shitty stairs, and they're like 150 years old or something. I don't all know. right, okay. Um, <laughs> so not that spectacular. And there was another rumor that the the bench that was there was for the Conrad's daughter to read books on or something like that. I think what I've what I found looking into it, it was actually they would float the uh, caskets down the stream and carry them up to the cemetery from those mm-hmm. steps, and that bench was actually there to rest the casket on halfway up. Oh, but kind of cool. cool. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of cool. So we went down there and drank a bunch of beer, but to get in there, you have to like go in through this park, and it's like a big old grand cemetery. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. Um, we loaded up our backpacks with beer. We're like, we'll go get some, you know, drink some beer at the bottom of the ferry steps. And so we did, but 
you have to walk out, walk in past the uh, caretaker's house to get in there. And it was like, I mean, I think we probably went in at like 10 or something like that. And, uh, I don't know if there was sensors or if, uh, he just saw us as we were going in. But as we're walking back up the steps behind the mausoleum, uh, we started seeing searchlights, cop lights coming up. The oh, hill. fuck. And so we spent the next uh, two hours-ish running around the cemetery from the cops. <laughs> 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 and it was great because it's, it's up on a hill and, and this hill's really steep. And so we would just kind of like, it, it was like a fucking Scooby-Doo movie or something. You know, we would, we would run like where there wasn't a light shining and just take off alongside the hill and then once they kind of got towards us we just jump over the side of the hill and lay down mm-hmm. you know and wait for him to pass yeah. and uh, we just tried to work our way back towards the parking lot that way i think two of us split off and went down the hill and went and got the car so we could they could pull it off onto the other side and uh me and my buddy john went up on top of the hill where the where the uh water tower's at and sat up there because it was way up above everybody that was searching. Mm-hmm. And so we just watched them down in the parking lot and then up on the other side of the hill looking for us for like 30, 45 minutes <laughs> drinking beer. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> that was definitely the most fun. I miss running from the cops, yeah. man. I remember like even at a young age, like cops would roll up on us and there was always that one guy, grew, like, kid in the group that was like, all right, you got us. And I remember being like, what the fuck are you, you doing? Idiot. I'm out of here, dude. Yeah. Like... Yeah, there's no way I'm getting brought home by this guy like at all, dude. I'd, I'd, I'd fucking, dude, Forrest Gump that shit. Yeah, absolutely well, not. I uh, I spent my childhood taking Halloween night off because 364 days out of the year I was fucking Jehovah Witnessing. Yeah. Off. Oh, so, yeah, I was the one hiding that night. <laughs> <laughs> I got this the rest of the year. You guys can have it tonight. Yeah. Oh man, you should just go as a Jehovah's Witness. I I could. I got all of it. I still have my ties and slides yeah. and shit. Just gotta go get Damn. you a bike. No, that's that's, that's the Mormons. Uh, Mormons. Yeah, it's the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler's uh, Tyler's mom and uh, his grandma uh, escaped it. They had to like bail, bail in the middle of the night. Yeah, they, his mom was raising that. Which is funny because like I love Tyler's mom and she's a Hellcat. Like I've seen that woman fight people like for dude, hell yeah. I watched uh, I watched her fight her best friend Melissa, and Melissa is a larger girl. She's tall. Fuck she was, Melissa. I know, right? She's fucking uh, wider, taller, big titty blonde girl, and was hammered, drunk, and pretty much like we <laughs> this backwood shit. We'd go camping, and there was like there's certain trailers where you can get if you went like three miles on quads on like a single track dirt trail, it would pop up in uh. Ah, uh, fuck, not Shady Cove, but it was this tiny, like, eight-building town that had a bar. So you could actually, we, we'd be camping in, like, not a camping area, and then you'd have to cross a creek on your quads, take this trail for a couple miles while you're drinking beer, and you could drive your quads eventually up to a bar. It was the best way to do it. So all the fucking dudes left and did that, and then out of nowhere, like, uh, after a couple hours, one comes back. And it's this guy, Dave, who was a really nice guy. And I felt bad because he got with Melissa, who was a fucking crazy drunk partier. Big mistake. And he's already got a broken leg that's up on top of his, uh, on, on top of the handlebars. And he rolls up and he's like, listen, hey, something happened. And Tyler's mom, who's drunk, but like, like amped up is like, Ready okay, like what happened? Like who, who's hurt? And he's like, listen, like there was a wreck. And Melissa just runs up out of nowhere, breaks this, you know, cuts his fucking talk off and just goes, where the fuck have you been? I've been waiting on you. And Celeste is like, shut the fuck up. Someone's hurt. Like, where's my husband? And Dave's like, hey, listen, like he woke up like he, he's not unconscious anymore. And she's like, is it Jack or who is it? Like, and Melissa once again is like, I was fucking waiting on you. So Celeste finally turns around and she goes, you will shut the fuck up till I figure out where my husband is. And she's like, fuck you, bitch. And Celeste just fucking, like, she fights like a man. Stands up and goes to fucking punch. 
And Melissa's not a fighter, but she's drunk. And so she just like leaned on her and tried to like, I guess, tackle her that way. And Celeste hit her about five times while going down on her back. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. And I'm just like, fuck, man. Like, Tyler, I want to get drunk with your mom. Dude, she taught me, how, that woman taught me how to shotgun. Uh, oh, yeah. Hell yeah. She is fucking awesome, dude. Like, and she will make, like, total professional when she's at work during the day, total sweetheart. And then she gets off work and just walks to the kitchen. She's like, fucking hey, dude. <laughs> <laughs> fucking dude. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. I have man. a feeling she'd be friends with my wife. Yep. Yeah. They get on. Yep. Yeah. She's fucking awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. She used to. Uh, I remember her like taking me to shows when I was like eleven or twelve, and like being like, "No, it's just like a local band." She's like, "Dude, you don't have to fucking lie to me. I'll take you to the show. Like, I'll drop you off and pick you up. Right? Just don't get too fucked up. Your dad gets off at midnight." <laughs> yeah. She Fuck was the yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, dude. So I know you've heard this story before, but like, uh, I, don't, I think I told it in the earlier episodes. But I had something happen at work. I almost lost my nuts. Yeah. Almost lost I, your nuts. I got lucky. I got lucky. So uh, I'm not going to go too into it, but like pretty much drivers just uh, destroyed a truss. Uh-huh. Uh, it caught a rock apparently somewhere around the woods and there was big attics, three ply attic and torqued the whole thing. They brought it back. Wouldn't like they spent three days like taking apart a three ply and then trying to rebuild it by hand that the whole thing was, was shifted. And the whole time I'm like, Hey, like let's just fucking burn that fucker. If you want, save the LSL recut the shit to the saw and we'll, we'll redo it and they wouldn't do it for three days and eventually they had they brought it in and tried to get us put on the table in the pins and rebuild it after three days of working on the outside i'm like it's not going to go in the fucking pins because it's torqued at one point I'm, I'm in the room of the attic and i've got ratchet straps going diagonal across it trying to strap it and, and change the profile by the way gable attic so there's let's, let's add more boards and more plates it's yeah. not it's not going to happen also it's got memory from being that way mm. But uh, I've got the, I'm straddling this ratchet strap. And the whole time I'm, I'm looking at Tyler like, this is a fucking bad idea. This is a fucking bad idea. And the only way I could do it, uh, wrap it around a board, there's a plate there. So I'm like, that ratchet strap's going to rip. And I'm fucking torquing it and torquing it. And boom, it fucking snaps. And I just feel very light under my nuts. And literally, if the hook head came with it, I'd have lost my nuts, right? Oh, boy. Luckily, the strap broke, and it was just strap that laced through my fucking legs. But, like, I instantly, like, stood up, and the first thing I thought was, like, this fucking story. And uh, this fucking dude, I'm not going to say his last name because, like, I don't want him to fucking be an asshole because he's an asshole. Mm. Uh, so I'm just going to call him Corey. Mm. Uh, so do you remember me telling the story about the guy who almost lost his nuts in Afghanistan? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so you haven't heard this one. So this dude, uh, right before we deployed, a fucking new sergeant shows up in our platoon. I'm like... I think it was a special at the time, but like, I'm like, fuck, man, a fucking new guy. I got to learn this guy's personality. It's another guy that's going to fucking yell at me. Come to, he was fucking cool. Uh, he was actually like a punk rock dude. He gave me a bunch of music. Like, we hung out. That's the guy I went to, uh, after deployment, went to New Orleans with. Okay. And, and saw a fucking Soundgarden and all them. Boobies and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, but um, he was a fucking bad drunk. Mm. Like sloppy, like fucking did dickhead shit. Needed some practice. Yeah. Uh, come to find out, uh, he had actually been in the army, went to Iraq, won a silver star, got out, and was just smoking weed, running a golf course. <laughs> and then eventually was like, I got. I, it's like I'm trying not to be a dick. I went yeah. and got the least dick job I could get. Well, <laughs> what happened was, is uh, they got uh, ambushed in Iraq, and then his platoon sergeant was with him, and he was like a private, like a young kid. And this guy was an old guy from uh, Israel, I think. Can you tell that Brett had a bang this morning? Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm fucking going. But um, they end up getting ambushed. His platoon started to get shot a couple times. And then they had to break contacts. They loaded up and took off. And he got left behind with him. And the enemy got within like 20 feet of him. 
And he made his last stand as like a 19-year-old kid, leaned his platoon sergeant up against a burn, pulled all his mags out, put him on top of the burn, pulled all his mags out and was like, this is fucking it. And they were getting closer and closer within grenade range. And then out of nowhere, ISR, uh, a drone saw him and then fucking got, the, got down their, their convoy and was like, go the fuck back. And they, that, so that's how he got the silver star. Damn, dude. So that guy. So he's got some problems, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? I mean, like he Excusable. accepted. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so one night uh, I get invited to my buddy's house and he's there and they're like, hey, fucking Corey's here. Like he's pretty drunk, but like we're all having fun. Dude, I show up and he just looks at me like I'm nothing. And he's like, you want to fucking, you want to fucking scrap? And I'm like, I just got here. And he's like whiskey drunk. We end up going at it a bit, get kicked out of that dude's house. And we're getting driven back to post. We had this uh, in Louisiana. On Fort Polk, it's, it's really, really big. So if you're going from married housing to regular housing, it's like actually a 10-minute drive to the woods. And we're going, and then uh, he's fucking calling me like faggot or something like that from the front seat. I'm like, fuck this fucking dude. You won't bleep it out. <laughs> but that, I'm just quoting. Yeah. But like, yeah, you didn't say it. Eventually, like, I'm like, listen, dude, like, if you, you keep being this fucking mean, I'm going to hit you, which you can't do. Mm-hmm. I, can, I, I could not hit a non-commissioned officer. Also, he can't hit a lower enlisted either, right? And uh, we just straight can't. Well, don't they cancel each other out? You guys can box. That's now. what happened. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> as soon as I said that, he's like, "Oh, you're gonna fucking hit me!" I'm in the back seat of a, of a brand new Duramax. Turns around and punches me in the fucking mouth. So we're scrapping over the seat while this dude's driving, and that was when uh, you used to use flash drives in your stereo. Uh, so he would, as he turns around to try to climb in the back seat, kicks through it and snaps it off in the stereo. Oh no! I, I mangle this kid's brand new Stetson who's driving us home. <laughs> And then he pulls over, yanks us out of the truck, and me and him are fucking going at it. And I end up getting him in a schoolyard headlock. And I remember just punching him in the eye as hard as I could until my hand got wet. Uh. And then an MP shows up behind us. The driver's hammered drunk, and he just, good thinking, runs up and goes, hey, listen, before I'm trying to like mitigate the situation. I know they're fighting on the side of the road. Let's just get him back to the barracks. And the cop like waits a second. He's like, you want me to follow you? And he's like, please. <laughs> but, <laughs> he had be kept, but he was drunk, but he, had, he did that and kept the cop at a distance. Yeah. So he couldn't smell his breath. Yeah. So we end up getting back. It was a different situation to focus on. Yeah. <laughs> so we end up getting back, and then he's fucking cussing me out. And I'm just like, fuck you. I'm like, he's shirts, he's bleeding shirts ripped um and i'm like fuck this just walking the barracks i wake up out of nowhere to his girlfriend in the morning knocking on my door and cusses me out you fucking piece of shit and then slams my door and walks off and i'm like the fuck is going on come to find out i had cut his face open and we have formation the next day on like this is now it's sunday and i'm like tripping i'm like i'm gonna lose whatever rank i have i'm, I'm fucked they're gonna fuck me over bad we show up to like Monday morning formation. He's got two black eyes and his fucking uh, cheekbones cut open. Don't and have to tell him again. The, 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 <laughs> I'm in the front of the formation. My platoon sergeant walks up and he looks at fucking him and he goes, what the fuck happened to you? And he's like, looks at me for a second and goes, hey, uh, I was at the bar. I mouthed off and somebody straightened me out. And uh, Cheers yeah. to that. Platoon sergeant looks at me and goes, hey, Grimes, what do you tell a squad leader with two black eyes? And I'm like, and I'm like, he's got to know. He's got to know it was me. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, what's that, Sergeant? He goes, nothing. He's already been told twice. Oh. <laughs> so I end up. So now, that was like a month before deployments. Now we have to carry this animosity to fucking war, right? And everyone, like, all these sergeants keep pulling us aside. They're like, listen, like, I'm gonna fucking smoke all you unless someone tells me who fucking punched Corey. And no one ratted me out, and it was cool, right? So uh, there was this day. This is what I'm getting the fucking losing the nuts thing. So there's this day we're fucking on patrol, and what's crazy is the army has a video of this. It ended up being a day where they took there's an MOS. It's almost for some reason always females, but where they uh, they do 
footage for Stars and Stripes. So yeah. they, they go on patrols with guys and they film it and then that's what ends up on the, the news or whatever or the paper. Propaganda. Yeah. And the girl that went with us, I've also told you about this girl. She was like four feet tall and gave everyone the clap on deployment. I mean, just a, just a real giver. Mm. But uh, so she's out there hooking <laughs> this player. camera around and we end up getting into a, a small firefight. And, but it wasn't a big one. So I'm like, hey, I'm trying to look cool and shit, you know? And... Uh, we usually would circle up our trucks. I was, I was a dismount. So we'd, we'd, we'd get close to a village, circle the trucks, and I'd kick out of the back, and the trucks would stay there. And if we got in a big enough fight, they'd come in with the crew serve weapons and back us up. What happened was is everywhere we'd put these trucks, eventually they'd, they'd know where we are going and put an IED there. So we'd circle in this valley, and eventually one of our trucks would blow up, and it's like, fuck, all right, we got to pick a different spot. And it had all these fingers of these ridges that would come into the edge of the village. So they had changed their mind. They're like, all right, we're going to put the trucks up on the fingers of these ridges. And then we have like, we can definitely see in the village. They can shoot from there. We got 50 cows and shit. And so like, I'm walking with one sergeant, uh, Sergeant Sal is fucking badass. Sergeant Salazar was cool as fuck. And me and him were walking. We you got can't this- not be cool with that name. Dude, Dude Mar- Salazar has always been one of my, like, that's a cool fucking name. Yeah. You know? Marcus Salazar. That's pretty bad. Fucking one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. Uh, that was the dude that was hammered drunk and stuck his finger through my ear. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, so me and him are walking and we're trying to like figure out how we're going to get into this fight and maneuver around. Cause we're kind of off on our own. And this girl's like filming us. And then out of nowhere, like I look up and Walt, uh, bleep that one. Uh, Corey is backing this truck up on top of the finger, of this ridge into position. Right. And, uh, they had done it like two times in the same spot. So they had put an ID up there. So as he's backing it up, he's walking in front of this truck. Boom, blows the back end of the truck off. The whole truck goes up in the air like this. Well, there was rocks in the ground where the IED was placed. So when it blew, it shot rock shrapnel everywhere. So we look up and see it from across the valley and up on the ridge. And like Sal looks at me, he's like, hey, all this shit we're doing now is fucking over. Me and him grabbed um, a a, a tow rope was about that big around which had to weigh a couple hundred pounds and slung it across both of our shoulders and sprinted across this valley and we start going up and as soon as we i mean i'm i'm bleeding sweat trying to get up there and as soon as we get to the top he goes i'm gonna go yank guys out of the truck you go check Corey, and i'm like because I, I look over and he was back in the truck up outside of it when it went off so he's on his knees covered in moon dust and he's not moving not I mean, no emotion just just sitting there so i run up to this dude and i'm like i instantly start going through i'm supposed to i'm blood sweeping his whole body i'm getting my hands in his hair uh inside his uniform i get my hands underneath his blood uh, his uh, his plate carrier and when you blood sweep you grab and then look grab and then look because you, you don't want to smear blood because then right. you don't know where it comes from right. so i blood sweep his whole body and i don't find any and i look down and there's a hole in the crotch of his pants and I look at him and he's still looking at me and he's, I mean, absolute terror in his face. And so I'm like, listen, buddy, is it still there? And he just looks at me and he just, just I don't know. And I'm like, okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to look or you're going to look and it's your choice, but we got to make sure your nuts are still there. And he eventually looks down and rips his fucking uniform wide open and reaches in and his sack's bleeding a little bit. But it's all still there. A piece of rock shot through the front of his uniform, through his underwear, nicks his sack, and shoots out the back of his pants. And so, like, for the rest of deployment, he was the only guy that wore a dick, a Kevlar dick pad. And, like, so, like, yeah, that's the fucking legend of Corey Karma. Good damn. Treats everybody like shit and then almost loses nuts. At one point, we were, dude, I was following this guy, Sergeant uh, Wang. <laughs> yeah. We called him Wiggle Dick and shit. It was Wangowitz. But, uh, Corey was such an asshole that we're in a firefight and we're trying to like get him on the radio. He's in a truck and we're maneuvering around and we're just getting lit the fuck up. We don't know where to go and shit. And so like 
Sergeant Wang's like hitting him up like, hey, dude, like, I don't know where it's coming from. I need some direction. We got to like go fucking stop this shit from happening because we're pinned down. And he's not getting him, not getting him, not getting him. So eventually he's like, all right, guys, follow me. We're going to go open his fucking door so we can talk to him. And as soon as he opens his door, like the, the thing is, is bulletproof trucks are bulletproof on the outside. And the inside. Mm. So if a round makes an inside, it's going to move around until it hits a soft target. So as soon as we open that door, he lost his shit. Turns and goes, what the fuck are you doing? And spit in his face. <laughs> spit right in this dude's face. This guy came from the Air Force and re-enlisted to go Army infantry and like be able to get a deployment in. And uh, yeah, dude. Fucking God total damn. asshole. Total Jesus asshole. Jesus fucking <laughs> It's just one of those guys that was mean for no reason. So yeah. it's like... It was fucked up because for one, like everyone like cheered when I fucked this dude up. And then later on, it's like one day they're like, oh my God, is Walt dead? And I'm like, no, almost lost, uh, almost lost his nuts. And he's like, uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. Though, right? Like, <laughs> so we were kind of all, you know, he got his comeuppance for it. But literally like, yeah, the moment that strap went between my legs, that's the first thing I fucking thought about was fucking like that close to losing nuts. And it's like. God, that's terrifying, dude. <laughs> Bryce Mitchell in the UFC had an industrial accident and fucking lost a nut. I've there was a there was a kid that I went to high school with. I didn't really know him, but he uh, was in the locker room and got towel snapped and towel snapped him across the fucking nuts and huh. it ripped open. One of his nuts fell out. Yeah, really? Yeah, it was like a wet wet fucking rat tail, you know. Yeah, that was uh, that made my made my my wiener shrivel up when I heard that shit. I've had this conversation with girls before, and they never kind of get like where we come from with it. But it's like if I lost my nuts and didn't have a kid, there's a good chance I'd off myself. Those are just editing notes. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I mean, think about it. Like if if you don't have like uh, like a kid or anything like that, like something to live for, you got to raise them. Besides that, you lose your nuts, man. You become a eunuch. Yeah. What's the point? I've had I've had girls be like, "Well, why does it matter? You can still like, no, it matters." It matters, like. Ugh. It matters, it fucking matters. <laughs> that sounds oh, so painful, also because getting snapped anyway hurts horribly. Like yeah. getting snapped so hard in the nuts, one of them falls out. Yeah, dude. Yeah, from what I mean, and who knows exactly how it went down? Because you know the whole telephone game situation. Oh, but yeah. From what I heard, it was like a fucking snap, and then immediately just blood nut falls like falls out and is hanging off of his fucking body. The bouncing and yeah, the tendrils, dude. And- oh, Damn. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah. Colton, when speaking did you actually get to start? Sorry, what are you, what are you say? I was gonna say, speaking of balls, did you study up more on that semen retention? No, I haven't. I did. And I There's- keep. I just keep coming. <laughs> yes, sir, nice, dude. <laughs> then I go take a fucking nap like a man. That's a, that's a <laughs> solid answer. I just keep coming. I just keep coming. <laughs> I just there's no way I could pull that off. There's there's no way. Dude. So was like, there any science behind it though? I didn't do any research. Oh, okay, he just kept coming. Gotcha. Just, there was no research. I just I just oh coming I kept not. coming. I was just gonna do trial and error, but yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I would just just trial and just keep coming. Yeah, yeah. There's no error in coming. Dude, it just... Well, eh, occasionally there's an error in coming. But it's still better than not coming. I, I feel like... That's like, my professional The juice ain't worth the squeeze on that one. What do you get? Like a yeah. 4% test bump and then you don't fuck. Yeah, I like, got to squeeze it and make a juice. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, dude. That's... No, it's not worth it at all. Because best case scenario, you just, you're not coming. Best case on <laughs> What the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah, no, that's goofy. Fuck that's that, That's some goofy dude. shit. That's some goofy fucking shit. 
<sighs> I, I know I've talked to you about this before. When did you actually get to start celebrating Halloween? Oh, I was 22. Yeah. 23. Man, that's crazy. Were you, were you jealous of other kids that were celebrating Halloween when you were growing up? Or was it, were you so into what you were doing? No, I didn't fit in. Oh, in really? Mold. No, I probably since the age of 12. Yeah. And I got baptized in the church at the age of 14. So I just kept drinking the Kool-Aid and, uh, I just knew that the belief system I didn't hold true to myself. So, mm -hmm. um, I left when I was 21 ish, 20. So how'd that, how'd the break go of you leaving? What was that like? The hardest part is not being able to have a relationship with my father. Yeah. I can imagine. So yeah, yeah I mean, we still communicate, but we don't go out and do family outings and the like, cause he's still part of mm -hmm. the church. So how's he feel about the tattoos? Doesn't love him. Yeah. But I think, so. I think he's at the age. I know if I had talked to him more that I would be able to go hang out with him, but I think he's just doing his own thing and he's appreciative and proud of where I'm at in my life. So yeah, mm -hmm. well, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a tough situation, man. I've got a few and, friends that were Jehovah's witnesses that you know, it's just a, that's a whole, whole situation. Well, that I'm glad thing when you leave. Unfortunately, it's so weird to me because I didn't grow up with traditions mm -hmm. or how to even do it. So mm -hmm. now with adult money and all kinds of stuff, I'm just throwing shit together and being like whatever yeah we're the only house on the block that's all <laughs> decked out for halloween shit yeah. so i mean especially for christmas because i really am lost on christmas i let rachel handle all that but yeah like i'm slowly grasping it and mm -hmm. slowly becoming more comfortable so yeah that's pretty awesome but the biggest part was probably not being able to do after school activities such as band or sports. Yeah, I'll do uh, normal extracurricular type stuff. That's and I crazy. had a lot of people come to me to be in football, to be in basketball. You're a big motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. You're, so, you're built for it. And I lost all that. I but. bet you'd kill it in high school football right now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's weird that I think about that a lot. Like, if just I could, going back and playing high school football right now? Not even that. Dude, Pee Wee. Yeah, I wish I could just show up and like, right now, just one day, fuck yeah, dude, just walk just up, some kids, like like shotgun, like they're like, where's that new player that's supposed to be on the team? They look at the parking lot and I'm smoking a cigarette, shotgun and beers, <laughs> carrying my pads, and then like I really like like my brain works weird on this shit, especially now I'm all caffeinated out, but like you got a piece of paper that just says I am twelve, <laughs> dude, for real, dude. Like think about it. Okay, this is a good question. Yeah, yeah. Right. How, okay, I'll start with unarmed. Unarmed. <laughs> Hold on. Stick with me, okay? That's a preface. Unarmed. How many ten-year-olds would it take to take you down? Because I, 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 okay, I don't want to hear yours. Go, go, go. Ten-year-olds are kind of brutal too. That's a, that's a. I mean, they can be thirteen. It would be. Hold right. on. But. Variety of ten-year-olds. Well, let's just say they're not on a team. It's just like you go to an elementary school, you yard out all the fucking ten-year-olds onto a field. And they, they don't necessarily hang out like they're they don't have like a working relationship, so maybe they don't communicate very well. Yeah, exactly. I okay. want the nerdy okay. ones. I want the one that's not smart but real big. I want the mediocre ones that are like bigger and kind of smart. Like you get you get a full variety of ten year olds like coming at you, right? How many does it take to get you down to where you can't fight back? To where I can't fight back. I feel like Well, you're knocking out the first twenty twenty five. 
That's straight up. You have to send a message. That's what, that's what I think. You really yeah. got to hurt the first one. It depends on they're it depends on that. if they're coming in a in a line or if they're just like surrounding you right off the bat. Okay, so let's let's just say I am referee of this event. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So we're out in the the giant field, right? You're in the middle. You're gonna I'm gonna I, I'm gonna circle you with them. Okay. The entire crowd is around you. You get like a 15 foot clear radius in the center of this crowd, and then they just start coming at different angles. I'd say on the low end because you might have some crafty ten year olds. Ten year olds can be a little. A little crafty. We have the internet now and shit. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're also like decidedly, and these are current 10 year olds, not not 10 year olds from our generation. Because our generation, I think maybe I could handle uh, eight. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Now, probably, yeah, well, I mean, you don't want to be too cocky about this because it could, you know, it could go sideways on you. I'm going to say 27, 27 10 year olds. Really? Yeah. You know, you know what my number is? Huh? There's not enough. There's not enough. There's not There's enough. Not enough. But like, so you like you, you've been my friend Unarmed. long enough. I don't lose at anything, well, right? That's true. I, I refuse to lose at shit. So the first one that comes at me, like I'm gonna make him bleed a lot. So like, you got to send a message to the other ones because the moment you stutter step, I'm gonna kick you in the face. How much is a ten year old away? Probably. Six. No, no, no variety. So when I get that okay, little but on one, average, there's still got to be an average, right? So knock, okay, knock, knock the little one out. Pick him up by the. Legs. I was, that's yep. what I was thinking. Swinging a circle. You got to create space, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Space eaters, space creators, right? I'm going to create space. Mm-hmm. That way, you got to sweat a little bit when you cross that barrier of no man's land into me fucking you up. Especially if you're connecting dome to dome when you're spinning at like, you know, probably 10, 15 miles an hour in a centrifuge. Yeah, yeah. You know? they're at yeah. that right kicking height. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I almost went with the eight year olds because it feels like uh, you could really head kick a lot of them. Well, no, if yeah. you swing with their feet, though, it's, it's skull to skull. Yeah. Oh. That'll. You know what I mean? <laughs> Dude, I'm excited about yeah. this. Okay. All right. Okay. Now, now, now. Let's, let's change the parameters a little bit, okay? Okay. You get a, a wooden baseball bat. Oh, well, that number goes up dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> That's a much different question. And by the way, like, mindset, like, those aren't your kids. Fuck those kids. I've right? got to be, yeah, like, they're like some, like, zombie. <sighs> zombie kids. Just some like I don't know Chechnyan kids. You can't send a message. Something. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> oh, Chechnyans. Uh, no, no, because you can't send a message through violence with zombies, right? Because they're just going to keep coming regardless. Yeah. I want these kids to know what they're getting into when they're five fucking rows back and ready to come in this fight. If they're zombies, I'm probably going to start moving out of the crowd. If they're just you're you're running the middle ten year olds and I've got a baseball bat, I'm going to stay where the fuck I'm at. Yep. You know what I mean? That's a completely different situation. Oh, I'm going to foam at the mouth. I've got to be in like, the high fifties at least at that point. I, and really, how are they going to get that? They can't get that close. You, I mean, eventually you got like a body berm around you. Uh-huh. They got to mm-hmm. start climbing, and then you got mm-hmm. the advantage because you oh, yeah. get them one by one. Mm-hmm. Or you stand on top of the pile and you got the high King ground. Of the hill, bitch. Yep. Yeah. Do they have a general? <laughs> they, well, they, they have <laughs> I like your heads up. They don't hang out though. They don't hang out though. These are no, like, no, no, no. They no. just they just got recruited. They all got the uh, the Mortal Kombat coin in the mail, and so they just showed up to a field. Are they Californian or are they Montanan ten year olds? Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, Those ranch kids will whoop your ass, dude. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, we're here, Montanans. Yeah, I know some ranch kids. Those those little fuckers. Those little fuckers will whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. Although, uh, being a, a kid's jujitsu coach. <laughs> That's true. Uh, it is hit and miss. Do you get to be like, you're like the necromancer. You get to call in other 10-year-olds from... <laughs> Rise! I love where this bit's going. Okay, okay. Um, okay, now, now, now. Let's just say you don't have a weapon and um, all the kids have wiffle ball bats. Wiffle ball bat. Go sting. Well, I'm going to have a weapon eventually then. Yeah. 
we've already established. It shouldn't take that long. Kid. Yes. Okay. So okay. I didn't start out with a wiffle ball bat, but now I'd have one. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it's. Kind of, I feel like that's. that's I'm like dual a, wielding wiffle ball bats at yeah, this point. That's like a riding crop, in. though. I feel like you're just gonna piss them off. I hit some kids in the face with wiffle ball bats when I was a kid, and it's like it doesn't like. It doesn't end there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now you got a kid that's just pissed off and he isn't thinking straight and he's just oh. going after you. Okay. 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 I'm, I'm, I'm really getting to this. All right. Let's take, let's take it back. They have no weapons and you have a badminton racket. A badminton racket. Well, we Turn s- that fucker sideways to what's bladed. I'm fucking everybody up. And It'll the, bend after five uh, But what's that leave you after the top pops off? Shiv. Uh, yeah. I've now got, I, I've now got a needle and I'm going to fucking skewer a bunch of them. I like the wooden bat better. It, it, it makes more sense. I'm just saying, though. Probably. Because they're going to get yeah. confident. When they see the wiffle ball, like the, uh, the badminton racket, I feel like they're going to get a little bit of confidence. Like, okay, it's not a bat. I feel like I'm the only one giving realistic numbers, though. Where, where are you at? Oh, I, unlimited. Unlimited. See, yeah. Unlimited. Yeah. There's not enough. Knock the first kid out <laughs> and then just start swinging him. Just. Yeah, 100%, dude. <laughs> Those fuckers are going to they're gonna take your back eventually. Oh, yeah. dude, you give me one kid that's got a fake leg and everyone dies. Because uh, I'm going to fuck that kid up and take that leg. And fake got- leg kids, though, have like an advantage now. Have you seen prosthetics lately? They, ha- they had to... You- People oh, with prosthetic you, legs aren't allowed the, to compete against the non-prosthetic leg people in the Olympics, okay? Oh, bro, you send me the Blade Runner... I'm fucking taking that shit. I don't give a fuck. You he's can. Gonna, uh, he's gonna fucking hop over your ass. He's gonna bounce on that shit. If I can kick you in the face with his blades. I don't know I don't why know. your confidence level is so low because I'm not worried about that at all. I'm just saying. I think you're being a little overconfident. I've about got this. no. Fuck that. No, I'm not being overconfident. You're at only. All. You're like eight inches taller than the average ten year old. It'll be. It's <laughs> like you don't have that big of a height advantage. I am perfectly average height. You piece of shit. <laughs> I'm 5'10 on the dot. That is the universal average for this country. Suck him a dick. Colton, what's the average height for a 10-year-old? Yeah, Google it. <laughs> fucking that. I swear to God, if it's fucking anywhere near 5'10 for a 10-year-old, I'm going to lose my mind. It's not. There's no way. It's got to be like, I mean, fuck, I was like 4'8 till I was like fucking 16. Oh. While he's looking that up, literally, I was so short and chubby for so long that I uh, I went back to five. Oregon. 50, oh. Yeah, see, 5'10 yeah. is 70 inches. Yeah, look at that. I'm fucking these kids up. I'm sending a message, dude. Okay, I mean, yeah. That seems... Fuck, how big is my kid? I Dude, yeah, your boy's huge. Your boy's going to be a bruiser. All right, so if I can throw a river next to me, we got like 75. <sighs> 54 inches. How much is that in feet? I'm not going to do the math. A 10-year-old boy four, is 54.5. That's There's no way you know that. That's four, like Four foot is 48. 48. Mm-hmm. So, so four 48. Foot six. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, four foot six? Are you kidding me? I'm going to walk through those little fuckers. Yeah, okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> those kids don't even play outside as much anymore. Uh, dude, dude. I'm going to do it with a cigarette hanging out of my mouth. That's, I mean, that's that's why I brought up our generation or this generation because mm-hmm. there's a, a huge difference between the shit that we were doing when we were ten. Oh, our if we go our generation of ten year olds, like '90s kids, like ten yeah. year olds, like yeah, those kids aren't playing by the same rules. No, fucking savages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the majority of them know they can't go home with a loss because their dad's gonna beat them up. Yeah, yeah, they got a little more stake in the game. Fucking savages. <laughs> Dude, I'm so amped up on the thought of just demolishing fucking 10-year-olds. <laughs> okay, now the last one, all right? Same parameters except you've got headphones in and there's good metal playing. 
Oh, okay. That goes, I mean, like the focus level alone is worth something, mm-hmm. you know? Because then we're hitting bloodlust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not really counting anybody at that point. We're just fucking in the rhythm, you know? Flying leg kicks <laughs> and swinging hammer fists. Okay, Colton, do you have any fucking, where, where, where do you stand on ghosts? I've never seen anything, but I don't think that it's impossible to be an entity out there residing in the mm-hmm. third spectrum. Yeah. Very concise answer. I I, uh, I think ghosts are real. I just think what we think ghosts are isn't real. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I was thinking the other day, have you ever... We always, like, most horror movies that are about ghosts are based on the premise of them hurting people. Mm-hmm. There's not even, like... There's... You look at any other, like, mythical thing, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, uh, chupacabras. You can point to some stories where there's some fucking empty goats out there and shit, right? Yeah. There's not a story I think I've ever heard of where it's like, I was attacked by a ghost. I've never heard that. Yeah, no, no. I I, there was, I mean, you see movies made of it that are, uh, you know, like Amityville, mm-hmm. which is more of a mental illness thing. And uh, or like, I don't know, Insidious or like, there's, these, there's a bunch of movies that are supposedly based on true events, but you never actually hear in the age of like, we spout everything off on the internet. Mm-hmm. Why don't we hear ghost attack stories? You just never hear it. You'd think there'd be some bitch on TikTok that just can't shut up about how she's getting poked by ghosts at night or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Maybe she's into it. I don't Sorry, know. just remind me of like, a scary movie. Uh, yeah, no, I think, uh, I think ghosts are definitely real. I just think that what we perceive a ghost as is not real. Because, uh, I mean, okay, in a super general way, energy is one of the only things that cannot be created or destroyed. It's always there. And even like when you manipulate something and there's a burst of energy, that energy was always there. It was just kinetic. Mm-hmm. So if energy cannot be created or destroyed, then it's all around. And I mean, literally like you have electricity in you right now that is causing your heart to beat. Like you can actually conduct well, electricity. That and caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I'll just hit this a good middle now. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Colton. But uh, so... Um, but yeah, you can't create it or destroy it. So when we die, that has to go somewhere. And everything, we've come to realize that everything has always been here and everything is recycled. I mean, when it comes to matter, the way things are put together, I mean, even like, uh, you die and your coffin eventually rots and your fucking body rots into the ground and it creates ni- uh, nitrates and that ends up growing things. And so like, it's always been here. So I think that the idea that there's this fucking like silver thing inside your body that makes you do moral or bad things and then you die and this thing floats around and fucking knocks pots off the fucking counters and shit. I think that's fucking not real. Mm-hmm. But also I don't know what is really going on in the sense that like, cause like I do, I, I, I we all know like the totem and, and Nick's arm and all that shit. Like there is some weird fucking things that's been following me around my entire life. And like literally like, when there are people in my house, like, and I, also I'm a skeptic and I, I don't, I always question, like, I try to disprove anything first, and then what's left over, I think, is truth. If mm-hmm. I can't disprove it, right? So, like, I'm, I'm skeptical on it, but I've, I've definitely seen so much shit at this point. With like, when, so, when my ex was living here, she had some crazy fucking energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, once a day or once every two days, uh, my power cord and my TV would shoot out. Yeah, that's weird. Shoot, shoot out and then slap wiring. the wall, and yeah, and I have to go pick it up because it was a plug. We would shoot out of it. Uh, it's the point now where, like, at least I'm old enough now. I don't hop up out of my room with my pistol as much anymore. Yeah. But I hear shit run down the hall all the fucking time. Yeah. All the time. And then, yeah, 
the 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 touch so i have a totem if you haven't listened to early early episodes i had uh i started experiencing things when i started dating this girl sherry when i was 17 and uh she's half native and her uh mom and grandma are high up in uh the Yurok tribe and so i eventually she told her mom the stuff that i've been telling her that i've been seeing since she started coming to my house and her mom pulled me aside and was like well i was wondering when this was going to happen and told me some really creepy stories of sherry when she was little like they had a swing set in the backyard and she would swing by herself on one and the other swing would swing with her. And she like, there was a bunch of shit. She's like, I knew when she eventually got with a dude, somebody was going to experience this. So the women in the tribe went and hand carved a wooden totem for me. And it's got bear fur on it and uh, a bunch of stuff and it's hand painted and it's my warrior. And I've actually had that since I was 17. It's right there on top of that cabinet up there. It's wearing Sasquatch nut skin. It's pretty fucking dope. Yeah. Right. But, uh, Nick, our buddy Nick, fucking when he came over to my house one day, we were having a little party, and he walks by my kitchen, he looks up and sees it, and he goes, why is there a sponge in your kitchen? And I'm like, because I do dishes, and he's like, no, <laughs> fucking that. And he knew instantly what it was. It was supposed to soak shit up and protect me, right? And uh, I laughed and grabbed it and chased around the house with it and touched his arm with it, and then Nick ended up having an accident later on. A very bad accident. Very bloody accident. It was, it was not See, a good time. When it comes to stuff like that, I give respect to it and i know that there are powerful things mm -hmm. that are out there and any anything and even ritualistic when you're out in public and you see something going on you know that don't get in the middle of it unless you want something fucking to happen you mm -hmm. know so it's pretty powerful stuff yeah this is obviously all speculation but i wonder if like maybe a portion of that is like uh more interdimensional than supernatural. That's what I'm starting to, to believe as I get older and at CERN, all this stuff's going on. Mm -hmm. And like, did you hear about the CIA dumps for uh, Freedom of Information Act? Mm -hmm. The CIA years ago, they just now released this information, 100% uh, put on paper that there are uh, multiple dimensions stacked on top of each other. So yeah, I think that's that's the same thing. Because I mean, I also like, not to steer away, but like this is kind of something to, to, to chew on. Um, Bees. Bees can see different levels. Bees? Bees. Fucking bumblefucks. So, <laughs> so, but no, bees can see um, colors that we can't. There mm -hmm. are other colors that they see, a lot of them, that we've never seen. Other colors. Um, there's birds. There's hummingbirds can see different colors. So there, there are literally things in this room right now that we cannot see with this meat sack that we're given. So there are things in this room that we, we don't know about. So like what, so now take that and expand on it and start to think like what else is there? I mean, we're still figuring out you know, like, was it 5% of the ocean? We're finding shit all the time. So imagine like, imagine if a ghost isn't actually a dead thing. Right. Imagine that's a being that we can't see. And it just so happens when you're experiencing these things, it just so happens that this being that we can't see just happened to wander into the house and it's just fucking shit up. We just don't see it. Yeah, he's just trapped in here. Does not use doorknobs and shit. Imagine a fly trying to get out of a window. There. Yeah. Just run into the window. Being yeah. Stupid. What if it's not smart? What if it's yeah. dumb as fuck? We just can't see it. It's that's just true. This, this floating thing. Fucking pots. Ah! Dude. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'll let down. I'd be if I fucking actually could see it ghost. And it's just a stupid fucking it's just dumb as fuck. It's just, just stuck here. It's got like one dumb leg. It's dragging around, just bumping its face into my fucking TV and knocking the cord out. I'm not haunting you. I just can't open this fucking window. <laughs> I don't got no thumbs. But yeah, dude, I think that we're, we're, we just get stuck in perceiving things for so long because we're fed this, you know, it's like, well, it's, I think it's partially like we only, we, we, we like apply so much of 
like our own experiences and, and, uh, logic to things that we don't understand and they mm-hmm. just, just might not be applicable. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. When we see an animal do something. We automatically assume it's because it's, it's, oh, they did this because of this, because I would do that. Well, you're not a fucking dog. You're not a cow. Like, yeah. but we, we, it's the human arrogance thing. I always come back to It's We automatically assume like, oh, this, this, you know, being did this because I would do that in this situation. We have no fucking idea. What? What entity would you not want to run into? Like a poltergeist or... Joe Biden. <laughs> yeah, dude, he's just smelling me. <laughs> Creepy fuck. <laughs> he's as short well, as a 10-year-old. I don't know, like a, like an... I mean, most of the ones in lore, I suppose. I mean... Well, hold on, expand uh, on that. Give me some more details. Like, So for me, it would be skinwalkers. Yeah, skinwalkers are terrifying. I would not, not want to run into a skinwalker. No, for so, sure. For sure not. Across okay. the board, that would probably be... The one I would not want to encounter like a, the most. Xenomorph. Like a Wendigo. I ain't scared of that shit, dude. Talking Wendigo, these nuts. Uh, what about <laughs> what about a Xenomorph, though? Oh, yeah. Because you can kill that, that thing, and after it's dead, its blood can kill you. Like, that sucks. That's true. What? Do you imagine winning a fight and getting some blood splatter on you, then you die because you're winning? Like, fuck that, dude. Huh. Hard turn, I guess, but would you <laughs> rather rather run into a Xenomorph or a, or a Predator? A Yaucha? A Yaucha. Predator. Predators have rules. Yeah. yeah they they will not yeah, take yeah, more honorable, for the sure. honor code because they can't return to their own tribes if they break the honor code. So if I don't have weapons, unless, they, unless they're threatened, if I don't have weapons and a Yauja runs up on me, it's going to drop its weapons to try to even the playing field as much as possible. Now a xenomorph, a boxing match. Xenomorphs have hive minds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So they're not even thinking for themselves. And they're just predatory as fuck, and it's just gonna eat me in with its weird mouth tongue. And Plus, I just, like, don't, I go just that. don't want to be pregnant, you know? Dude, fuck that, yeah. dude. Can you imagine, like, the fucking 12 hours when you wake up and out of nowhere you're just like, well, it's in there. What do I do now? Because, like, it, I, it's inevitable. Well, is this labor or is this nachos? Well, I, I, fuck, man. I'm, I'm so bad with YouTube and shit, but, like, there was one person that has survived with already having a face hugger in its body. So there's, it was like a comic book or something like that. Besides that, you, it, I thought you meant in like real life. I was like, well, that's crazy. That's a crazy thing. It's so terrifying thinking about Facebook yeah. at this point now. I had to take a second. Uh, no, nah, let me think, man. Okay. Yeah, I, I, it had to be something like a xenomorph. Something that's fucking got so many different ways of killing you that you're just 100% fucked. Because like... I could take on a fucking a Wendigo and shit, like, because pretty much they're not gonna follow you down the road to fucking Circle K. So like, pretty much if you're in the woods, you're fucked. And like, I feel like I can run away from that thing. Like, you're not gonna run away from a fucking xenomorph. Okay, let's let's, let's, let's switch this a little bit. Like, it's what true. is the what it's is true. the being that you would if you had to fight some cryptozoology zoology fucking being? Like, if you had to, which one would you pick? I'd take Bigfoot, dude. I, I was going to say Bigfoot. Yeah. That's just a big motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably got apes, apes, ape strength. It's probably like fighting a gorilla. Maybe one inch, two inch claws tops. Yeah, just because they, they don't have access to nail clippers and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, like it, you have to be in the woods for that. Plus, you'd be like, bro, just calm down. I'll get my wife to come here and give you a pedicure. Mm-hmm. You know, just nice fucking massage. Let's smoke fucking smoke some weed and sit in your cave and talk about this. What about you? If you had to fight one fucking mythical being, if you had to, and you got to choose which one it was, which one would it be? I changed the chupacabra. Uh, chupacabra's probably, gnarly. Probably Fenrir. Really? Mm-hmm. Be cool. To A lose giant your arm wolf. Yeah. 
That's when you. That's when you'd rather. Yeah, at least to be an honorable one. Okay, fine. It's a giant award. <laughs> You're not winning that. It could like. It could put you in its I mouth. It killed Thor. Are you, how badass do you think you are? It's alarming. Because like, I'm losing that. I'm losing that fight like in, instantly. Oh, okay. 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 Style, I, I respect it. I, I respect it. Is high. I guess if you're gonna choose a thing, then you can essentially choose your death. That's kind of cool. All right. Because like right. I changed the chupacabra because of size, and I just feel like that thing's retarded and just has teeth. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. It just yeah. it only can eat one thing because it's too stupid to figure out something else. But you can't go too small in size. Like like I'm gonna take the smallest thing because then you're starting to walk into fucking like uh Keebler elf. I'll fight a Keebler elf. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Dude, can you imagine just like you walk up to the opening of a tree trunk, you look inside, you see three of them, you just, Come here, you jam, little bitch. You just jam your fist in there one time, it just comes out bloody, you're done, you got all three of them. No, uh, mashed potatoes. Because if you go too small, then you end up with the bunny from fucking Monty Python, no one's winning that fight. Oh, that's true, that's yep. true. So it there is a fucking, there is yet. a higher and lower limit. It comes back around, that's true. That is a good point. <laughs> yes. Oh, man, today's... <laughs> Today's podcast brought to you by beer and fucking Holy caffeine. Holy shit. Mm. Hey, uh, hey, Colton, can you hand me that other PBR in that green bag over there? Let's see. Sure. Let's see. Uh, what about a Mary Fuck Kill? Okay, Mary Fuck okay, Kill. Right. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, Susan Sarandon, and Lance Armstrong. Susan Sarandon. You, Mary. Um, Mary Lance. He's pretty rich. Mm-hmm. Wow, well, so is Susan, though. But I'm thinking, fuck Susan, kill Biden. And that's and there's nothing political there. It's simply because he's a useless old man <laughs> and he's on his way out anyway. So, <laughs> dude, dude, uh, thank you, sir. You could absolutely punch kill that guy yeah. on accident. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I got that was kind of an easy opener one. Because uh, yeah, I. W- <sighs> no, hold on, hold on. Okay. Now okay. this sounds bad, but maybe I'd fuck uh, Lance Armstrong because I only got to do it once. But I marry Susan because I can fuck her all the time. That's a good point. Uh, yeah, I and guess you we Biden. didn't say it's a sexless, sexless marriage. That's true. Yeah, I don't, and he's no. only got one nut. So, I, I, dude, you know, honestly, you look at Susan Sarandon, and like she's a classy lady, but at the same time, I kind of feel like she knows her way around a dick. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, she's seasoned. It's gotta be. Yeah, yeah. And she's in Hollywood, so mm-hmm. you know, she's willing to do what she has to to keep you happy. Oof, it's true. Yeah, it's true. I went a little deep on that. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ah. It's kind of a segue into my evening last night. Okay, go ahead. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. Went to the live production at the Alpine Theater. Hell yeah. Shout out live theater. It was fantastic. It was so small and intimate. There was 100 seats. And I don't know, have you guys ever been to the Whitefish Theater before they took it down? Okay, so they kept the screens and ripped out the um, lower section of seatings. Built the stage platform there. But they played half the movie and did the musical parts. Oh, that's interesting. That's kind of fucking cool. And the... Band was set up on the stage, so there was kind of a weird split with a half and half. Um, but the delivery was awesome. The guy that played Frank Furter, Frankie Furter, um, reminded me of Remy Malik from Bohemian oh, Rhapsody. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, he's was, good in general. Yeah, yeah. Just saxophone playing was on point. Interesting. Yeah. That's oh, interesting. Yeah. So it wasn't just a straight stage production. It was it was like an accompaniment. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I and didn't think that. The crowd was, I mean, we were kind of wedged. The seating was small. Were people throwing bread and shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, I 
went all out and got the party pack. People yeah. built their own brown and their own party oh, packs. Oh, you could buy one there? Yeah, but really? you, yeah, you could buy one there. No shit. Oh, that's yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to do that next year if they do oh, it again. Yeah. It's got to be a thing. Dress up. It. I'll go as Frankenfree. Because we I'll went do this shit. <clears throat> to the one in Missoula and it's such a large production that it didn't have the feel mm. of a hundred people and everybody mm. was participating yeah. was in Missoula. It was kind of a free for all. Yeah. Know, who was their hardcore. But right. Yeah, it was, That's pretty sick. It was, it was well worth it. Hell Midnight yeah. showing. It was their second showing of the night back to back. So fuck yeah, they delivered incredibly. Yeah. That's dope, dude. Nice. Just live productions anymore. Just the ticket now. Yeah, I'm, I'm about it. I'm about it. We were talking about this last night. Like, I've gone to a couple in the last year, but I've noticed how much I really enjoy that that type of entertainment. I got to go with you guys sometime. You mm-hmm. I, end up, I end up being so busy or I get caught up in something. I overcommit to shit mm-hmm. a lot, if you haven't noticed. Yeah. Uh, I need to quit doing that and, and, and go out more and, and do stuff like that. I want to. Uh, also, just to caveat the Missoula thing, uh, we were sitting in the bar last night, and uh, Grizz Hockey's going on right now. Really? Yes, and then I was watching a, uh, a clip on it on the fucking TV. Cause I had like three beers last night. I fucked my stomach was fucked up. I wasn't. I'm trying to stay out and watch all the bands, but so I'm watching this TV and uh, they look fucking hungry, dude. Really, they look real hungry. So I was thinking if we can because if we go to Missoula as a group to watch a hockey game, which is going to be cheap. And then I mean, it, it's scheduled, so we know what weekend. Then we look for that, that night, or if we do two days or whatever, like look for other things going on, like mm-hmm. a play or something like that. Yeah. And we just go, like, because I don't drive to, I've been to Missoula like twice. If I go, I want to like do a bunch do of stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to go uh, watch a hockey game. I'd love to get a sweater. Because yeah. um, we we keep talking about like oh, I wish we had like a semi pro or an amp Doing team around here and it's like stuff. two hours away is fucking Grizz hockey yeah, yeah let's just true. be fans of that team let's go fucking be rowdy as shit mm. well yeah. I I really want to go over to Spokane for a couple of games over there Jeremy so Spokane if you ever want to go over there and watch them farm team yeah candidates yeah those those go. games I'll are go. a lot of fun yeah. Those games are. I like that. I like that league anyway. Yeah. How far is Spokane? It's what about two, three and a half hours. Oh, it's like four and a half. Is it How did all of us just spout different numbers? I don't know. Leadfoot. <laughs> <laughs> is Rachel driving or am I? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, if you're driving, four and a half. I I'd didn't say. think it was that far. Okay, all right. That's why I don't get over huh. that often. Yeah, I've got like people over there and shit, but, but plus like, over two mountain passes. Yeah. So oh, okay. Fuck that in the winter. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll start looking up uh, here. Pull up um, the schedule for uh, Grizz Hockey. Um, we'll pu- we can push it out pretty far. That way, no, like we can save some cash, even though it's not going to be that expensive. Um, well, let's go do it because I want to take you to. Uh, I don't know if you've been um, Highlander. Highlander yeah. Brewery. I have not. That's who makes uh, Strange Haze. Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. It's um. Like you go in and it's almost like a big warehouse, super high ceiling, and they've like built walls inside it that aren't like, if I remember right, don't touch the top. Mm. But like, there's the big bar right there. There's like a fuck ton of tables, like way more than you need. Which is the thing is every brewery we go to, you can't find a place to sit. Yeah. And then it has like a small offshoot that's walled off over here that has the merch. And then yeah, there's this nice ass bar. You go up, you get your fucking uh, uh, your beer, and then they have pizza by the slice. Fuck yeah, I love anywhere that has pizza by the slice. Yeah. Anywhere that has pizza by the slice wins. Also, shout out to sure. Norfolk Pizza. Like, dude, you can say mooses oh, yeah. all you want. Norfolk Pizza is the best pizza in the valley. You're not wrong. And uh, they have pizza by the slice. 
Mm-hmm. I went in, I got two slices of pizza, and not because they have canned beer, which is very odd. They have like straight, do they have um like Sierra Nevadas? They have like tall boys mm-hmm. of fresh squeezed. You can get them there too. Hell yeah! But I got a uh, a Sacred Brewing Bob IPA, so usually like a dollar more. Mm-hmm. Two slices of pizza and a fucking pint of beer was thirteen dollars. I will say, check out Knickerbockers now. This dude, it's a wood fire grill place out of this dude's. Like, you really garage, need to start basically. pronouncing that CK in that word, buddy. Knickerbockers okay. pizza is right. the <laughs> shit, dog. It's the shit. Yeah, but that just Check it out. so short. <laughs> where where it's like, is it? It's in it's ah, fucking somewhere in Kalispell. I've ordered it to work a couple times and like okay. out to the yeah, but it's fucking really good. I've seen it really come up good. on. DoorDash and I was like, "Is that even real?" It's a it's a small operation, but it's and it, I mean it's got the the price associated with that, but it's well worth it. Have you tried R- Ranger Joe's? Yeah, well? it's pretty good. Yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. good. Wait, Ranger Joe's Pizza? Yeah. yeah, there's literally a company called Ranger Joe's that's at every meal. How the fuck do they get away with that? Isn't it's a Joe's gigantic yeah. fucking company too. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. It's like it's, it's, uh, it's trader. Are you thinking Trader Joe's? No, no. no. Ranger? Ranger Joe's is okay. like yeah, like that's a huh. Somebody gonna get sued. <laughs> I, I think it's Ranger Joe Pizza or, oh, okay. or Ranger Jude, whatever. Yeah. We got it's good. We got a game. Yeah, this is really good. Um, game on February third is against MSU. Oh, that'd be seven thirty. Cool. It's a Friday. So it's the Grizz versus MSU. Mm-hmm. So that's Montana versus Montana. Mm-hmm. February when? What what day? Third. Right, let's go. I can do that, yeah, because Jack's birthday is at the end of that month. So you want to plan for that one? That's the weekend after River's birthday. I should, but I should be free. Or there's we got a long Saturday, time January twenty yeah, first. Let's plan for it. That'd be cool. That would be a kill. Do a fucking strange tour. Saturday, January. We'll do 21st, a live podcast on the street corner. PM. There's no microphones. We we'll just set up a table and sit there and talk to ourselves. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna be chirping <laughs> MSU so hard. Oh, dude, uh, okay. dude, it's you're gonna definitely be my handler. <laughs> I'm gonna be all over the place. Well, dude. Chase can attest to it at the baseball game. I was chirping the fuck out of the away team. It was so good. Fuck yeah, dude. I've got a Bobcats uh, fucking football jersey I could wear just to piss people off. You're not sitting with us. Nope. <laughs> not, not having it. Out. Nope. Yep. All right. Fucking. Okay. <laughs> no, uh, I used to I, wear that to the bar to piss people off. I'd wear a Bobcats uh, jersey with a, a grizzly sweatshirt over the top of it fuck. when I was working at the bar because I was always there on fucking, I mean, all weekend long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, by the way, February 3rd, I'm, I'm going to start having a separate fucking throw my dollars fund for that. Like, I think we really should do that. I'm 100% in. I haven't been to a hockey game in a while. Um, and I'll start doing research on other. Uh, Fuck, dude. Hey, real quick. Google February 3rd, Missoula. Just see what pops up. Uh, event. February 3rd, Missoula. So see what else is going on so we can do more than one thing. Really mm. get the fucking the juice out of that trip. Get the thing going. The other uh, thing we need to do is go fucking throw some axes with this dude. I'm down. Uh, I'm, I beat you last time. We have uh, we have a new... Just unnatural. A new partner, <sighs> as it were, in American Axe, which is fucking cool as shit. Fuck, Shout out yeah. to Jimmy. Nice. Nice. So, be able to see our, our sweet, sweet logo up at some point. You know, at one point, like we optioned that to certain people, and they didn't take us up on yeah, it. Yeah, you know, we did. Certain other people, and that's, I'm just gonna leave it at that. We you know? did. Yeah. This road is so high, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be cool. I'll take you to Highlander. Um, there's a skate park in Missoula, right? Yeah. All right, you gotta give me an hour. Mm-hmm. You, can, some, you can literally drop me off. An outdoor. I'll just go with you, and you can watch me be bad. Room. I'm down. With, oh, <laughs> yeah, because I gave you a skateboard, yeah. so we're skating. I've used now. it. 
Nice. Yeah, I use it quite a bit by myself. Fifteen dollars down down low. Dude, I might just buy the tickets now. Hold on, go closer to the glass. If you're listen, if you're gonna be on the bottom level, you might as well go to the glass. If it's fifteen that close, dude, I'll pay, I, I was willing to pay over fifty for a ticket. I, I I've only been to NHL games in two of them, and it was <laughs> yeah. What's that? That's it five hurt. in a row right there. Yeah. Then you can find a floozy while we're in Missoula. Good to go. She can sit behind us. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! I'm stoked. <laughs> Rachel's gonna want to come. Oh yeah, well, dude. That, of yeah. course. I I've, I've, I've met five. everybody. Yeah. yeah. Rachel oh. Janice. Yeah. Dude, I am so fucking down for that. Fuck yeah, dude. That'd be a good time. That would be a good time. Yeah, yeah we should buy those tickets real soon. I'll, I'll I got, go I got, right literally have $15 just laying on my bed right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll book it right after this. Book yeah. In singles. <laughs> Someone just make it right hey, now. I'm, I'm fucking, dude. <laughs> I'm raising children around here, okay? I'm, I'm this college funds. Take a rack and get I'm it. putting fucking ladies through fucking med school. <laughs> All right, we got any Rex? Oh, give me a second. You guys go first. Let it take me a minute. Typo negative. It's Halloween, baby. That's, yep. Oh, if we're bullshit. doing that, if we're doing that, uh, Harley Poe's Halloween album, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the entire thing. The whole thing. The whole thing. Dude, uh, I've talked about it before, too. Um, I have a Christmas album. I, I, I'm slowly setting up. Like, I've just shed a bunch of the stuff that my family did for Halloween, for, for different holidays and stuff, traditions, and I've got my own. So uh, on Christmas, we do the... Um, Sinatra Christmas album here, and then we do uh, the Bad Religion uh, Christmas album. Hell yeah. And I finally got it on vinyl. So, like, I've done it every year on my phone. And then last year was the first year that I actually put the record on. And it's funny because my mom and her boyfriend come over, they're like, all right, yeah, we're in Christmas at Brett's house. And I'm just like, it's, it's just fucking Bad Religion going on. I'm like, I'll tell them fucking presents. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> Halloween, we do the Halloween Harley Poe album now. And Jack absolutely loves it. Hell yeah. And there's one song, and I can't remember what the name of it is, but it, it's something part one, two, three. Four. It's oh, yeah, one yeah. long track. Yeah. Jack asked for that once a week. Hell yeah. Usually coming back from jujitsu. We have the jujitsu song. I think I've played for you before. Mm. We listen to the, come back from Whitefish, the jujitsu song about two different times, which is uh, "Today Was a Good Day" by Ice Cube. It's, it's jujitsu. By the way, is the name of that. Track. Ah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we listened to "Today Was a Good Day" with jujitsu lyrics twice, and then he instantly gets quiet for a second. He's like, "All right, Halloween song." So Harley <laughs> Poe, yeah. pagan. Yeah, it was a pagan what? Pagan holiday. Pagan holiday. Yeah. We listened to that all the way through. Yep. And like, this is the thing now is like Jack's hitting five. By Which the is way, the name of that album, by the way. Like Pagan Holiday. Yeah, it's Pagan Holiday. It's all orange yeah. and it has a cabin on the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there is also, was it Halloween theme they do as well? They do, the, yeah. Uh, and Gorehound's my favorite. Oopsies. Gorehound uh, is really good. Gorehound's probably my favorite track on that on that album. But um, as, as like a like a kind of standard Holly, Harley Poe song, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, but yeah, Paint It Black. Well, they got Paint It Black uh, is, a fan, is a really oh, good amazing cover. Amazing cover. Um, but yeah, the, the Halloween theme song cover is really really good i'm trying to get that on a vinyl and man i wish we had a huge fan base at this point because i'd be like somebody just find it and, and tag the page in a link i've been it's well, so hard finding harley poe vinyl yeah it is well because you used to be able to just get it off his website but it's not as available anymore it'd be cool as shit where he usually plays or for a while he was playing mostly house shows mm-hmm. and so you could book him for during his tour to come play your living room and yeah. I'm not sure if they're really doing that anymore. I would 100 percent so cool. There's two guys on my list right now of uh I mean this this counts as a recommendation. There's a 
I've been lucky enough to, to really chip away at my bucket list of bands to see. I mean, dude, mm-hmm. I saw Bad Religion and the Adolescents play in San Francisco mm-hmm. in an old armory that converted into a fucking like ballroom for a show. Yeah. And like I got I literally was fucking two feet from the I have a video of it, two feet from the stage while the fucking adolescents played Amoeba. That's fucking like cool. I've gotten to do some cool shit. So what's on my list right now is Harley Poe and Amigo the Devil. Yeah, hell yeah, one hundred percent. He plays yeah. Spokane and shit like that too. It just mm-hmm. I, I need people to go with. Mm-hmm. I know Daisy will go. One hundred percent. Shout out to Daisy. Fucking. Like uh, as soon as I got into Amigo, that was the first person who was like, I, I posted one yeah. song and she's like, "You just found this guy." And she's like, "Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen yeah. to this." Like, yeah, I'm. I'm trying to fill this space on my sleeve, my left sleeve I'm building, and I'm either going to do like mountains, I'm going to do my family rune, or I might do the Amigo the Devil logo. A fly would still look pretty good right there. A what? Fly. We could do that <sighs> anyway, though. No, I, 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 I've been, I, I, I also been thinking about that, but eh, this is the space, but I don't want to put it anywhere. I can't think of anywhere else to put it either. I can't do that. I want a tattoo hand, and I mean, all the respect to Colton, man. I want, like, I want a tattoo hand so bad, and like, he's the exact opposite. Of me. I've got sleeves, and at the same time, he's got head and hands, like that yeah. fucking, <laughs> fucking bruiser. Yeah. I've got a big one on my arm up here. What is it? It's uh, Megan Fox in a headdress. It was Jake Burleson's like first original artwork, and I have his actual portrait. Um, yeah, and now he's one of the best in the valley. Yeah, he's really the yeah. best. Yeah, hell yeah. I tried to get, I booked a touch up for it, and it's like two years out. No shit. Tried to get him to do my head, and that's way out of my price range. So with the Norse tattoos, um, I'll have to look her up. Uh, the next episode, I'll mention what her name is. There's a girl, I believe, in Missoula that specializes in it. So I've been researching, researching, researching around here, trying to. I'm so picky with tattoos and tattooers. Uh, because like I made the mistake in my youth, but it's like my right sleeve, you can 100% tell that's me in my 20s. It's a bunch of testosterone tattoos. Like I have a coffin on the back of my arm that says, I will bury you. Like, But my, my left sleeve, I'm actually like starting to do it right, which I, I no longer go to a tattoo artist that's really good and say, can you do this style? I look at what style you're naturally mm-hmm. good at, and that's what I go by. Yeah. Because I've, I've had a bunch of tattooers that were amazing at one thing and be like, well, if he's good at fucking portraits, of course he can do neo-traditional. And usually... It's it, a different thing. It, yeah. yeah, exactly. She does uh, Norse tattoos and her husband, I follow her on Instagram, her husband is in the army. And so he uh, he comes in and out all the time. So every time he gets ready to go like for a while, mm-hmm. a couple months, she adds to him. Okay. And it's all Norse, right? That's cool. And so he's got a full sleeve. And so that, that's one that she doesn't post a lot, but when I see it, it's her husband's tattoo updates. And mm-hmm. so the last one, she added to his shoulder and did a big Fenrir onto his chest. And then he was gone for a while and then came back and she uh, added more shading and then red accents to a black and, uh, black and gray sick. tattoo. Amazing artwork. So it, I know you're into that, and you are too. Yeah, my Fenrir is gonna go on this side of my head. I could have guess then, that. And then Hell's going in the back. But nice. I got to go to Billings for that one because I found the best rendition of Hell that I've ever seen. I'm gonna just have uh, Ashley from Divine start doing a bunch of original stuff. I think I need to go talk to her. I talked to her at one time about doing a big um, like old school black and gray Frankenstein's monster to cover up that one on my forearm. And I want to just have her start doing the rest of them. It's going to be hard because you're going to have to use his hair to cover. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to have to use the hair. Yeah. By the way. uh, Yeah. Sorry to people listening. I've been super spacey and fucking caffeinated out on this one. But uh, I almost forgot because you went to Rex. Like uh, uh, I have a gift for you. Oh, yeah. 
So if you remember, was it in your pants? So Chase, hey. no, that's a free one. He got uh, he just blushed. Chase is really, so <laughs> Chase is really good at presents and has given me some awesome presents. I mean, that dude when you gave me that Boston fucking uh, he, he gave me a Boston Bruins goalie mask and I almost cried, dude. I was fucking stoked. And then your last birthday, I was fucking broke and I was like, man, I, I couldn't get you something. You're like, oh no, that's totally cool. So I'm giving you a PS4. Oh, fuck, dude. And then I'm going to buy you Senua's Sacrifice. That game I told you about. That yes. is, I've never played a game that's that unique. You don't got to do all that shit, man. Appreciate it's just, it. it's, I'm literally, I'm spending like $20 altogether. I got my PS5. The PS4 is not going to cost me nothing. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> dude, if you haven't played it, uh, if you're into anything Norse at all, Senua's Sacrifice is the most immersive and unique game ever made. And so it's a girl that is a druid. And it's, it's really, it's like a horror game. The whole thing's like an acid trip, the entire game. And she's a druid, and her mom, if I remember right, in the story, gets burned burned to death. And it's in, I believe, in Ireland. And uh, it's kind of when there was the druids and the bandits that were running Ireland, yeah. and the Norse land. And they fucking murder everyone horribly. Like, it does not make Norse people look like, like the Vikings. It's not the good... They weren't good people. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like, it's... it's so, so she has... Yeah, that's it right there. And so it's called Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice. So, uh, see, like $22. So uh, her, her dad is a uh, druid priest, and the mom gets burned alive for something. And you have... It's a cool fucking cover, too. Yeah, you have the sickness, is what he keeps saying, right? And he keeps her in the house, and he's trying to break her of it with his own power. Because if he takes her out in public, he's worried that because he's the main priest, he's going to be put in a situation where they want to burn her, too. Mm. And so you have the sickness. And what you come to realize is, all the sickness is is bipolar. And... Uh, in the very beginning, when you turn the game on, there is a warning, and it goes, "We have." It says, like uh, paraphrasing, "We have used real psychologists to develop this game to make the most accurate version of severe mental illness we can." So, if you already have pre-existing mental illness, like they're giving you a heads up, this could be triggering for it's you. It's a hundred percent. In the entire game, you can't tell because uh, her husband was her her boyfriend. She finally gets out of the house. This is all in like the first five minutes of the game. She finally leaves the house and goes in the real world she's hanging out and this dude shows up and he's on his way into town and he's a warrior and he wants to prove himself to become a man and he sees her and is nice to her he's the only one that's nice to her and she falls in love with him and then out of nowhere she just snaps out of it and she's living in real time had lost time and everyone's dead and he's been blood eagled fuck and so she has his head and is trying to go to hell to get his body back. And she doesn't know anything Have about Vikings. Have you seen this man? Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know anything about Norse mythology, but it crosses over and now she's in the world of the gods and is trying to make it all the way to hell Fuck, to dude. steal his soul back because that's the only person that was ever nice to her. And everything that's happening through the entire game, you don't know if she's really going through this thing with these Norse gods and trying to make her way to hell or if she's sitting in a room and it's in her head. That's fucking cool. So, shit. yeah, you got, yeah. P- you got a you got a PS4. Bro. Oh, happy birthday, latest fuck, <laughs> latest fuck. But yeah, so yeah, you see that fucking Tom and Bert, you guys getting each other fucking race cars and shit, Boom, whatever. Right? My boy got me a fucking PS4. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. I'd love a watch though. I do. Uh, they keep talking about rollies and shit. <laughs> yeah. And like Bert's like, oh, I don't think I deserve it. Fuck you, dude. Like <laughs> those episodes where Bert and fucking like that one where Bert and Whitney were talking about watches the whole time. I'm like, oh my god, they don't realize this is the least like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I ha- I can't relate to this at all as Dude. a normal podcast listener. <laughs> well, that was one thing that we talked about when we started this podcast. Like, what do we want to do? What's the basis we want to yeah. stand on? That was the one thing I said is like, we listen to all these podcasts. We love them. But it always, in certain episodes, gets to a point where it's fucking unrelatable. It's and too like, rich. <laughs> yeah. 100. Dude, race cars. Pretty uh, fucking the, cool though. The jet ski he got, Tom, that went yeah. eighty miles an hour on yeah. water, and I'm like, dude, like if if regular people could afford that, the population would drop. Boy, <laughs> we, when I was yeah. down in Iowa with family, my cousin or her cousin's um, husband had a jet ski that was eighty miles an hour, and we were trucking that fast tandem, and we hit a wake, and I just went. It skipped fucking scary, dude. My uncle's got one, and I was, I think I. I couldn't get myself to fucking get all the way up. I was on Flathead Lake and it gets choppy as a motherfucker. And mm-hmm. I was up to like 70, 75. And I was like, I got to let go of this thing. Yeah. It's fucking, that's a lot, it's dude. Gnarly. That's did, a lot over water. Did I ever tell you that like I did a two to three year push of trying to be a pro wakeboarder? Really? Yeah. So uh, when I moved. Well, I noticed you're not. So <laughs> yeah, didn't, didn't work out and I have long term injuries. Uh, no, I had moved from Oregon, which my family was blue collar we do you know we've talked about it. we do we could we got by we weren't the poorest people around but we weren't the richest and then uh i had moved from there into my mom's house and uh into northern california from southern oregon and her husband didn't spend money on shit but when he did he bought big things mm-hmm. so like they would see that they had a nice house and they'd be like oh you're a fucking rich boy and i'm like bro you think i'm fucking getting an allowance or anything like this dude all he does is buy tequila and then every two years buys a big thing like but he bought a wakeboard boat and he bought a centurion yeah. and out of nowhere like my dad uh had a bayliner and at one point he's like hey you said you want to fuck wakeboard right and i'm like yeah and he's like fucking went to big five and got me a wakeboard that had uh it was like the bindings were like flip-flops oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it just had one strap yeah. on it and uh in a klamath river that ran through the town i was born and raised in it's a lot. It's a logging town. It's got like a coal mine town, but it's three logging, uh, three wood plants. So when you go to the river, there's pylons that are sticking out of the water. So I learned how to wakeboard on a river, not a lake. And you had to weave in between pylons constantly because that's what they use when they floated the logs down uh-huh. to yard them into all the, all the, uh, the wood plants were on the river. Mm-hmm. And so I learned how to do it there. And then like when he got that boat, he's like, you want to do it for fucking real? Hell yeah. And I'm like, Yeah. So I ended up fucking learning how to wakeboard and that was, he just, he, he was an alcoholic. So he OCD'd out on certain things. And for a yeah. while it was fucking, let's get this boat in the water. Yeah. And, uh, I remember when I started doing backflips, uh, I, the worst I ever had it, I had two injuries, two injuries that were the worst. Uh, I was doing tantrums. So, uh, there's, when Those look so fucking cool. They're fucking rad. And tantrum is a specific flip because instead of uh, going out and then hitting the wake heel side like on a snowboard and then hitting the wake and doing a flip, you have to do what's called a trip flip. So right before you hit the wake, you catch an edge on purpose. Mm. So you haul ass to uh, heel side into the wake and then throw your body straight and it trips the edge of the board and you flip backwards that way. I hit my face so hard on choppy water on the other side that it shot water underneath my eyelids and around my eyeballs. Oh, fuck, dude. No. My eyes swole up on me. Yeah, yeah I bet. And then oh, this, my God. The second one I had that was the worst, uh, I got knocked out cold in the water. Oh. Um, it was when I first started getting into wake skating and I had a Hyperlite Scott Byerly Pro and it was when wake skates first came out. So it was an uh, inch and a quarter solid maple. And it had grip tape on top. It was funny was, is uh, I always did great in school. 
if I was interested. So yeah. you like anybody yeah. listening to this podcast, you know there's random topics that I'm super into, and there's other shit I just know nothing about, and I don't care. Autism. Yeah, I got the tism. <laughs> uh, so my problem was is there was a couple of senior years, a couple classes that like uh, if you showed up late three times, they booted you. So I would have an A in the class, and then out of nowhere had no grade. And so I had to do like programs at the end to make up those credits. And like he was like, "Listen, fucker, like I know you make me so mad because I know you're not dumb and you're not gonna make it through high school. What the fuck, you know?" And he goes, "Listen, I, I got something planned. You fucking pull this off so you don't make your mom fucking cry. I got you." And I ended up doing hours and hours and hours of shit. And I and I got my credits up and graduated. And I had this shitty wakeboard uh, wake skate. It was like $25 off brand and I was super proud to have it anyway, yeah. right? And But it had foam grip tape on it and so you had to do it barefoot. Yeah, I've seen those, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was doing like big spins and shit on, on the water, learn how to do it and I had just gotten the piece of paper and showed it to them that I was going to graduate and I'm in. It was a cool, this guy was the, one of the biggest assholes I've ever had in my life but he had a few cool moments and I'm in the water floating on my back and like I had just eaten shit really hard and I'm trying to like get it back up to get another, another run in and he goes, uh, you like that board? And I'm like, if I can figure this shit out to where I can be consistent, and he goes, fuck that board. And he threw me, as I'm laying in the water floating, threw me a Scott Byerly Pro wake skate yeah. and then had two sets of Hyperlite wake skate shoes. Nice, no And shit. threw them out in the water and me and goes, put that shit on. So like three weeks later, I'm starting to get it and I would do this thing where I would ride and do as many tricks as I could and on my last run, I'm like, I don't have any gas left in the tank. I can't hold the rope anymore. I'm going to charge the wake on my wake skate like I would a wakeboard and I'm going to backflip and kick the board out and land on my feet and I'm, I, I'm done. Mm -hmm. I didn't kick the board. I backflipped and my head hit the board and knocked myself out cold and was face down in the water floating when the boat came back around. Fuck, that's scary, dude. Holy oh, 100% could have drowned. Yeah, they, they, they yarded me out and I woke up on the swim deck. Fuck. Oh yeah. yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah, I've dude. had some sketchy moments like on tubes with drunk adults that are. Oh my god! About it. By the way, <laughs> dude, like it's so funny being an adult now and looking back, and it's like that guy had a hard work week, yeah. and the kids hopped in the tube, and You're he's going just sixty five. <laughs> that water's cement now. Oh my, dude. yeah, dude, just like you were talking about, just fucking skipping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the kite, uh, the kite tubes? Yeah. They uh they banned those in the U.S. Yeah, because they were killing dangerous people. Dangerous as a motherfucker. Out of yeah, nowhere, you come dude. 20, 30 feet above the water and it'd flip over and slam you face mm, first down. Super cool though. That's fucking. Super that's a way to go. Cool. Honestly, let me get my wreck out here and we'll uh, wrap this bitch up. We got uh, I got trick or treating to do tonight. <laughs> nice. Um, I wasn't gonna do a music wreck, but I realized I probably should. I've been really into the album Wake by Hail the Sun for this last week. I think that's I think I sent you a track off that off that album, but it's really fucking good. So check that out. It's a band I, would, I wish I would have known about a lot longer ago, a lot sooner, whatever. Um, yeah, super good. And then I watched a documentary yes yesterday. Um, fuck, what the fuck is it called? Oh no, coded. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on. Hold yeah, on. Netflix that. coded something something. Coded hey, Netflix. Uh, why he's doing that? When does Boston play next? Tuesday. Oh God! Oh no! I can do Tuesday. Fuck yeah, dude! I'm so used to the last couple of years. It's been Tuesday, Thursday, and then some weekend games, and then now it's been a lot of Monday, Wednesdays, and so it's during jujitsu. I'm like hopping off the mat, running over there, and like check him. You ever notice that? When you watch games, I'm not watching. And when yeah. I watch, dude, every fucking time. So, like, <laughs> I'll go, like, hop off the match, run over there, and, like, check my phone. I got all these updates. And Colton going, like, did you fucking see that? <laughs> Guess who's fucking playing today? I'm like, I can't fucking watch. And then every Marchand, time. Marshan, that's who. Marshy, yeah, by back. the way, might as Two well do goals. it. 
Dude, Marshy's uh, back. DeBrusque is fucking killing it. Mm-hmm. I'm so fucking stoked. Krejci took a high stick from Rasmussen, and Rasmussen got um, two-game suspension. How much money? Uh, none. I don't think there was a fine associated. I'm getting real tired of this non-fucking retaliation shit in hockey. Mm. Oh, we're playing the Pens. Dude, I, Sydney they Crosby. They lost to the Kraken last night. What? They lost. The pen, Penguins lost. Oh, the I thought you meant the Bees. I was like, I thought the last game was 5-2 or 4-0. Four, four, it was 4-0? Columbus Blue Jackets. Okay. So it was Coded Bias on Netflix. It was uh, it was put out in 2020, but it was a really interesting documentary. Some of it was a little SJWE, um, but kind of reasonably so. Um, kind of the, the basis of it was this, this chick from MIT. Um, She's a black girl, and she realized that, that a lot of facial recognition software doesn't work correctly mm-hmm. with, with people with more melanin. Um, and that kind of segued into like how the police are using it in other countries and uh, showing vans that were, were set up in the UK on street corners with multiple camera directions that were just taking in everybody's face as they were mm-hmm. walking down the street to build their databases. Um, and at the same time, they're running those faces through through the, the, the existing databases and trying to match them up with criminals that they're looking for. And they're dramatically inaccurate. Really? Super inaccurate. And they're kind of just like, well, we'll just sort it out in court. See, I don't like that we'll finish it out on the back end bullshit, yeah. dude. Because then like, people like us have to go through being treated as criminals, losing mm-hmm. money, losing time, losing work, getting locked up. And then just to find out like, oh, we're going to drop the My charges. Bad. Well, then what are, am I going to be compensated for the work I mm-hmm. lost, for the fucking shame I got? Because everybody, because it is 100%. they're doing their job. 100%. The, the whole like innocent until proven guilty is bullshit. We, I mean, anybody like I, I've only done an overnighter in jail, but like any time I've been handcuffed and then released, the entire time I was fucking handcuffed, they treat you like a piece of shit. Like they fucking know you're guilty. So like that that sucks. It's dude. pretty bad. And so like that that went into like um, the way that like social credit scores work in China. That's using, fucking terrifying. Yeah, all the citizens have to use their facial recognition software to log into the internet that's provided to the public through the the Chinese Communist Party. And your credit score is based off of like how highly you speak of the Communist Party. Mm-hmm. And this Sounds and a little like North Korea, doesn't it? Uh, very badly. <laughs> and then I mean, it's like there was a chick on there. They just kept showing her like little you know filler B roll stuff of her skateboarding around town, and she was talking about how she trusts people more when they have a higher social credit score because she doesn't have to think about like, are you a trustworthy person? But in reality, all that's really monitoring is like how willing you are to not talk badly about the government that's treating you very poorly. And it's like a very fucking scary thing. Yeah. It's a very fucking scary. Look into the Chinese social credit score. Also, if you don't know about it, fucking look into that shit. It's terrifying. Ties into your finances. Yeah. You post some things on one of their fucking Huawei apps because they don't have Facebook. Mm-hmm. You post them that's somewhat seen negative. You might not know mm-hmm. that that's being tracked. And then yeah. you go to use your debit card somewhere and your debit card doesn't work. That was kind of like a big portion of like at the end of the documentary, they were talking like, man, it's so good that we're not treated that way, right? But we are through oh, targeted marketing. Scale. I mean, all of all, like you know every social media platform you're you're linked up with is selling that information to. Uh-huh. I mean, something as non-invasive as like People Finder, when you like got to look somebody up, or something that's going to creditors. You're not getting offers from creditors because of certain situations you've been involved with that they deem to be uh, more at risk for credit lending and things like that. I mean, all that stuff is still taking place, but it's more in the shadows on this side. Mm-hmm. It's it's really interesting. Definitely check it out. Yeah, Coded Bias on Netflix. Did you listen to the YMH with the AI? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually that. got a chance to find that was cool. Yeah. Um, because I, I I think he was on Rogan first. 
I think the YMH one was better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, the way he because like, he he gave more details on it. But uh, well, Joe has a way of derailing his own conversations sometimes. <laughs> that's really funny, and you get, get some like, funny like, <laughs> conversation out of it. But <laughs> it's funny because he'll he'll have a specialist on that's like really in touch with this one thing, and then he'll be like, "But yeah, but like what." What about bees in Africa? Though? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but what about mushrooms, engineer? Have you heard about these these alligators eating babies? <laughs> no, I'm a software engineer. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check out this video. Jamie, you got that video? <laughs> J-Mo. Yeah, dude. It's good shit. Let's see. Hold on. Uh, Rex, uh, I think I have one for music. Uh, a new song. You got to listen to it, too. A new song. Uh, check out Front Porch by Bob Almighty. Fucking rap. okay. The the chorus is uh, the chorus is fucking on point. The verses are okay, but it's a fucking hitter. Hell yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, dog. You got anything? Uh, Spirit Box. Have you heard of Spirit Box? Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. Um, so I wrestled a bear once from back when we were young uh-huh. kids. Um, Listen to him last night. Is uh, the lead singer and guitarist of that band? Yeah, they're great. And fuck yeah. It's a whole lot better because she's our age still in 30s you mm-hmm. know been able to progress her vocals so nice Spirit box hell yeah she's a beast yeah yeah i let my kid uh pick out his halloween costume this year so fucking cool so last year we, we i mean we've i made it a point to just like you get to pick what you're gonna be and i'm really not gonna put any limits on it mm-hmm. you know um because you know it's the opposite of what I, grew, what I grew up with so last year he wanted to be a hot dog so we got him a hot dog costume nice and uh, this year, he's like, can I be a creepy zombie? And I was like, hell yeah, buddy. Yes. So we went to the to the Halloween store and let him walk around and pick something out. And I didn't, that, that like, can I be a zombie thing happened a couple days earlier. So I didn't say anything about that. And I just walked him through and let him try and pick something out. And he ended up with a fucking creepy ass zombie costume. And it's pretty cool. So he was, he was awesome. like, can I, be, can I be Pennywise? And I was like, I don't know why you know who that is, but fuck yeah. And they didn't have a costume. <laughs> So. Uh-huh. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's rad, dude. Yeah. I'm doing the same thing with Jack. Cause I, I talked about it a couple of times. I wanted to do Rick and Morty with him so bad, yeah. and I was pushing it. And then like I talked to his mom about it, and I'm like, man, I feel like I'm really pushing it. She goes, "You've been letting him be whatever he wants. Like, there's only one chance you have to force me to yeah. something to do with the both of you. Like, just just do it. And then next year, like, he'll go back and do what he wants again. Mm-hmm. And I fucking buckled. Yeah, he instantly was like he saw a ninja costume and was dancing. He was literally solid, shaking dude. his ass in front of in front <laughs> oh, yeah. of the fucking aisle, getting down. He's Here's like, "I'm it? gonna be it." And I was like, "All right, all right, let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it." Can't say no. <laughs> yeah, can't say no, man. And I, like like the, the whole like parenting thing we've talked about yeah. here a million times. Like just just I'm so happy to let him pick shit. Yeah, just do the thing, man. Yep, fucking get after it. Mm-hmm. Be creative. Do what you want. He's be been you. a creepy little shit lately. It's super yeah. funny because he's uh, well, there's uh there's this. YouTube family, it's uh, Caleb and Audrey. I can't remember what they call their or Aubrey or something like that. I can't remember what they call their channel, but they do like a bunch of like uh, short f- movies. You know, they'll go and buy animatronics from Spirit Halloween mm-hmm. and then make like a kid's, you know, spooky movie out of it. So it's all of a sudden he's been exposed to all these characters that Janice and I love. I mean, we're huge horror ner- movie nerds, you know, and uh, so he's coming out and like, oh, I want, can I, can I see pictures of Jigsaw? I'm like, oh, fuck, dude, why don't you fucking calm down? <laughs> <laughs> like the, it's funny because he doesn't get the context, uh-huh. you know, because they, yeah. they are very famous. I've watched, I've watched them all with him. I know he's not like getting anything real weird, but mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it's like cutesy stuff, but he knows all these characters and it's really funny. So like, I think they're watching Gremlins together right now. Nice. If you wanted to see Gremlins and like 
all of a sudden he knows about like Dobby and Harry Potter and shit. And I'm like, all right. He could probably do Leprechaun. <laughs> yeah. Because it's not oh, yeah. super bad. Yeah. You know, like, there's the a first couple, one's great. Yeah. There's a couple like, he, you know, Sam from Halloween or from Trick or Treat is one of his I still have to favorites. watch that. You've told me about that so it's many great. times. Colton bought a, like a big hanging Sam. Big four foot, four, or three yeah, foot. Probably, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. it's huge. Head. And uh, so River's stoked about that. He goes out and talks to him and like gives him hugs and shit. That's the funny thing is he's just like a lovey fucking happy kid. He's not like a, you know, but he just loves spooky shit. So. It's so funny because Jack is is like me when it comes to emotions. Like he's very strong in any yeah. emotion he feels. When he's mad, he's super mad. When he's sad, he's sad. When he's happy, he's super happy. But every time I see Big Riv, I look over and I'm like, hey, buddy. And his eyes light up and he's just super happy yeah. all the time. Super positive. Like, yeah. <clears throat> awesome kid. Man. Yeah. He's always like, oh, he's so cute. Uh-huh. <laughs> did you super watch, funny. Did you watch 31? No. No, have I have to. Have to. Do this you can't right watch now. anything else. Got to watch that movie. Set yeah. a reminder for 5 p.m. to watch 31. Boom. There we go. So anyway, all that to say, I'm going to take that boy. He was We were supposed to take him out uh, doing a bunch of trunk treat <laughs> stuff yesterday, and he was not feeling real good, so we stayed home. So I'm going to go make it up to him for the rest of the day tonight. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, nice. probably get the boys together tomorrow. Sounds good to me, yeah. Do yeah, Jack's stoked. Hell yeah. yeah. Get spooky with it. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> fucking enjoy your spooky weekend. I guess it's already passed by the time you've heard this episode. Happy Halloween. Fuck yeah. It's. I mean, it's what? It's the day after Halloween or maybe two days after? Day after. Day after Halloween right now. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. Hope you got spooky. We're going to go do the thing. We'll be back next week. Same bat time, same bat channel. Fucking stay strange, motherfuckers. Hell yeah. Check out the YouTube page. Like and subscribe. We got clips coming out. Check out the website, strangeboys.com. Get yourself some merch. Uh, follow the Facebook page. And yeah, can't wait to get back to you guys again, man. Fucking awesome episode. Damn good time. Happy Halloween. Hell yeah, boys. Woo! Stay spooky. Woo! All right, dude. Yes. Yes. I'm podcasting.